back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. We're going through Mickey Joseph's press conference. Was uh, He took the podium about an hour ago. Uh, lots coming out of that. Of course, today, the breaking news, probably the news of the day, is uh, the Miles Farmer situation, which Miles Farmer, of course, Nebraska's starting safety, had 14 tackles this past game out, uh, is going to be... Well, suspended for the upcoming game because of a little bit of off the field, off the field uh, DUI situation coming out of uh, Saturday night, I believe. Not great. As on three was reporting that this morning. Here is Coach Joseph on that situation. Well, we have Phelan back there. We can um, get Sangerton back there. And um, you know, a Miles situation. Miles, um, he, you know, he made a mistake. He made a bad mistake, and we don't condone that. We always talk about protect the football team, and he didn't. And he will be suspended this week. And, and we'll reevaluate him after this week. But it's something that he, you can't do. I mean, that's, that's, that's not smart. And we, we always say protect the team. And I'm very disappointed in Miles. And, and Miles is going gonna to make this right. He's going to do a lot of He's going to get back in good grace with this football team. But we're not going to condone that. That's, that's bad. That's a, that's a bad situation. He understood. He's a good kid. He made a mistake. But we can't make mistakes like that. Well, there you have it. You heard from uh, Coach Joseph there, uh, and it is worth noting today. I know a lot of you know his name is probably feeling pretty bad about himself today, but he is he's a guy that's been on the Brook Barringer Tom Osborne uh, citizenship teams, mm-hmm. and uh, you know done charity throughout the city. So hey, we're all human. Kid, we mistake. all make yeah. mistakes. You know, it it happens, unfortunately. Um, and you know, just keeping it away from football, you know, it's it's something he's going to have to deal with, and like Mickey said, he's going to have to get back in the good graces of his team and his coaches and. We'll see what happens from here. He's going to end up missing this game and moving forward. Hopefully, it doesn't make a mistake like this again. Yeah. Uh, here's Coach Joseph on communication in the defensive backfield, I'm sure, is uh, around the, the fact that Miles Furman might not be there. Well, Buford, Buford's um, capable of getting it done, lining everybody up, you know, and Luke's out there. Luke, you know, screaming. You have a lot of hand signals that we can communicate. We, you know, we lose a lot with Miles. We lose a lot with Miles, but. You know, Buford can um, handle that that situation. Here's one that I wanted to talk about because I thought this was interesting coming out of the game um, last week is that, that Caleb Tanner, who had a heck of a game, um, did have some quotes. And sometimes I think we read too much into player quotes sometimes. Sometimes you stick a mic in front of somebody. Especially right after a something. game. It's yeah. really emotional. You just got through, you know, a battle, win or loss. And, you know, blood's pumping, adrenaline's pumping. You're still probably breathing heavy. You're trying to collect your thoughts. Everything's racing. So once you stick a mic in front of them, they just go. Well, and two, it's it's just kind of playing the result too is what it was said. So what 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 um, Caleb said was basically we got too comfortable. If you get too comfortable, we can't get too comfortable. We have to come out in the second half and and come harder than what we did in the first half. Um, and then you know some people looked at that thought maybe that's a damning statement on Mickey Joseph as far as getting them prepared for the second half. Again, I thought in that Minnesota game it's kind of a weird situation where. Things are working. I mean, you still kind of have to make adjustments, but it was more on P.J. Fleck to make the adjustments. So do you make the adjustments based on the you know adjustments you, you think that he'll make? Um, so it's always kind of a weird situation when you go into the lead, go into the half with the lead, and you still have to make adjustments. Um, of course, you will still do that. It's you know The lead doesn't mean everything's perfect, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Here is uh, Coach Joseph uh, talking about Caleb Tanner's comments. Yeah, you know, and he, I mean, you know, Caleb speaks his mind, and, he, you know, he wanted to make sure we play 60 minutes as a defense. The defense played lights out. 
But we can we can help the defense also, but we got to continue to try to play 60 minutes of football on all three phases. Yeah. So there you have it. That nuts. Uh, I think that's a pretty a better way of kind of wrapping it up is you got to play 60 minutes of football. Um, I don't. It's not like they were in the locker room, uh, you know, fluffing their pillows and laying down and getting yeah. really actually getting comfortable. They were hyped. I mean, going into the locker room, it was kind of cool to see because you know Garrett Nelson, the, those guys as they were getting to the uh, run, rushing off the field, they were pretty excited about what they had done, which was hold Minnesota 31 yards. It was awesome. Um, but uh, again, it comes down to a 60 minute game. Yeah, and I I understand what Caleb Tanner was saying getting. Getting comfortable, not, not, you know, like you said, fluffing pillows, laying down and all that, but just getting comfortable in what you were doing and how it was working. And then Minnesota comes out and does something completely different. I mean, they threw in a different quarterback, a more running quarterback, uh, started hitting you with RPOs, and all of a sudden you what you were doing before that worked and held them to 31 yards in a shutout wasn't working anymore. So you, you had to quick make an adjustment, and it, it seems as if they didn't make that adjustment in time. And like he said, they were a little bit comfortable with what they were doing, kind of smelling the smelling the roses before the game was over and then you you get the result that you get uh, as we mentioned earlier not much talk uh, on Harbaugh's side about Nebraska with his uh, press conference we did get a little talk about Michigan uh from coach Joseph we'll get to that here in a second the biggest thing that came out of the Jim Harbaugh's press conference was that uh he's very high on Blake Corman he says uh, I, I would bet my truck uh, Jim Harbaugh said this, that uh, Blake Corum is on pace to equal or surpass previous Heisman running backs. He also mentioned that Corum uh, is probably the best college running back that he's ever coached, and the only one better is Frank Gore, who he had in the NFL. And he said that uh, Corum has a lot of time to, to catch that up. But, of course, well Frank Gore stayed in the NFL for, I think, 35 years. Uh, and, I think uh, you're, I think you're <laughs> selling him short a little bit. Yeah, there. was it 40? Did he I make think, it? Out? Yeah, he's about 56. So it's about <laughs> <laughs> he was there forever. And of course, just uh, ever did he play for every team almost? Like it, <laughs> it seems, seems like it. it seems like he was everywhere for one year and would damn near get a thousand yards. Oh, he yeah. got a thousand yards with every team, right? That's he was cool because he was never like a top five running back in the league, but he was always top like twelve. Like he's always there, and it was it was. Oh man, we got to face Frank Gore. Like yeah, and he's tough. Yeah, he's, he's gonna he's gonna run belt. you over. He's gonna he's gonna run for like a hundred and five yards and three touchdowns for some reason and it's going to be very strange and then the other next game he's like the backup and he gets like 50 yards do you like the Blake Corum Heisman talk or do you think it's a little bit Aiden Hutchins in Michigan no I actually think Blake Corum, him up. I actually think Blake Corum's really good I, watching Blake yeah. Corum play he's he's actually really good and I he'll get a couple votes he won't win it uh even if I, the only way is if Michigan goes undefeated and it's like the number one team yeah. in the nation. Oh, if they write off beating Ohio State, then at the end. Blake Corm's going to have a serious, serious consideration if he keeps doing what he's doing. If he gets over, yeah. if he gets over, I don't know, one thirty for the the remaining games, I think he'll have a serious consideration. Um, but now it's it's fighting off, even though he had a bad game. C.J. Stroud apparently Bo Nix is in the mix for some yeah. reason or whatever. Well, that's the thing. Like, the Heisman's wide open loss. now. Caleb uh, Caleb Williams out at USC, yeah. even though nobody watches Pac-12 games, those guys out there are still still <laughs> in the mix. They still play football. Yeah, I don't I don't know who the I think Hendon Hooker might still be up there because yeah. of the win against Alabama, even though he played like like garbage against Georgia. So it's a very strange Heisman race. I wouldn't be surprised if Blake Corum is sitting in New York. Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially like we said, if they beat Ohio State there at the end, he'd have all the momentum. Uh, here's Coach Joseph in his thoughts on Coach Harbaugh. Well, I think he's done a, a great job. You know, he's, he was a really good, really good quarterback in the league, and he's a really good football coach. 
His brother's a really good football coach in the Ravens. My brother, Vance, knows his brother. So it's something like my family. It's a football family. He does a really good job. I had a chance to meet him in Birmingham, Alabama, when I was at LSU. He was a, really, he was a great guy to talk to. But he's got a really strong football team, and it's because he's a really good football coach and he's really organized, and, and, he, and he preaches toughness. And they're tough. You can watch it on film. They're a tough football team. I can't wait. I said this before, too, and this is the second second week in a row that I'll say this. <laughs> kind of wish Scott Frost was here for this week's game because he had developed a little bit of a rivalry with Harbaugh Those as well. Those two did not like each other. They did not, and they also, I mean, you think about last year's game, joint possession, disconcerting signals. That was such Very a, strange stuff. Aiden Hutchinson was the punch out of Adrian Martinez. Uh, fumble late. Should they have blown the whistle? Um, so there's just a lot going on there. Diving in Adrian's, was it a dirty play? Was <laughs> right. it not a dirty play? You know, just all kinds of fun stuff going yeah. on in that game. And then you had, you know, the first Michigan-Nebraska game with Frost at the – I believe Frost was at the helm. Yeah. Uh, and it was – well, I didn't know if they really wanted to be there. Oh, yeah, those uh, moments coming up. And out. then Frost at UCF going up to Michigan and losing and just saying, wow, I think we were the more physical team. Oh, yeah. I don't know what was going on with those two, but they did not like each other. Yeah, Frost didn't make a whole lot of friends around the league, uh, which I think uh, played in part to, and this is kind of funny to think back about this, Big Ten Media Days when he didn't have an opening uh, statement, yeah. and we talked, we dissected that at all. Apparently I think that, that was a massive deal. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Apparently, that was a really big deal. Well, I just think it was, I, I think at, at some point it did have to get awkward because when he came into the Big Ten, you know, as we all know, first and second year Scott Frost, very confident, very arrogant, not afraid to say really anything. Mm -hmm. By year five, all these guys have been beating him up year after year. He's developed rivalry with Harbaugh and Fleck and some others. And it was just, it would probably just be kind of weird. I mean, you can't go in there talking too much trash when you're coming off a three and nine year. Sup, losers? No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, but uh, other than that, not really wish. To, there's a small moment, a small part of me that wants Frost to still be here. That's it. But that's about it. Just for the rivalry uh, take on it. Uh, here is Joseph. Did you take anything from last year's game? I wonder if Joseph even watched it. Well, I usually watch the last game that they play last year. I usually watch it on Thursday, so I didn't watch the game last year. Oh, see, so he's still got to watch it. He's in for a good game. It was a fun game. It was Nebraska was shut out at halftime, if you remember, and then came out in the second half and made a game out of it. Yeah. Made a big decision a early game. in that game to go for a touchdown instead of a field goal. Yeah, and then everybody's like, well, that could have cost you the game. Yeah. That was a weird game last year. And then the the, the fire and the halftime or the third quarter to fourth quarter. Yeah. And Michigan's dancing. Michigan's getting And they're like, oh, they're, they're taking all the, all the juice. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, your team's getting hyped, too. I don't know why you're you're upset. Like, you can't just play this and expect to tell the other team, no. Yeah. You can't dance. <laughs> this this is, is fun for everybody in the stadium except for you. This is our thing. <laughs> you sit there and, and be in awe. It's <laughs> not how this works. Uh, here's Coach Joseph on Harbaugh's style of play. Well, I think that's the way you have to build your football team in this conference. I think you got to be able to run the football. you got to be able to stop the run. But it's still got to be physicality. With, and I think he's done a really good job of doing that. He started at Stanford, like you say, went to the 49ers, then he went to Michigan. So he has a really good philosophy of what he, what he wants to do, and he's been successful with it. Take your hat off to him. Hey, Mickey Joseph gets a little bit more credit from me um, in this uh, race to get the head coaching job because of this. Well, I think that's the way you have to build your football team. In this yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you got to be able to run the football. you got to be able to stop the run. 
Hey, I'm not. I, you know, I I just say things. You know, maybe they sometimes. Oh, you head, think, you head, think head he's listening? Coaches to you? Uh, agree with me. You think yeah? he's listening to you? And he's like, you know, that that Jake Bakovin character over at ninety three seven the ticket. He's got a he's got some good ideas. Either that, or he's paid attention to Big Ten football and paid attention to Nebraska football in the Midwest and seen kind of how things are successful. I'm not a I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not a genius for figuring this out. It just it seems like Nebraska has went the other way. Hey, let's bring in these different flashy offenses because that'll definitely keep us up with Ohio hey, if state. it works for ohio state then it could work for anybody that's the problem that's the problem trying to keep up with ohio state that's who you're trying to keep up with no you i don't want to keep up with michigan i don't want yes, i do want to keep up. i don't want to keep up with wisconsin and i want to keep up with ohio state and michigan that's why I, that's why i want to compete with i don't yeah, care about well. anybody else in the big 10 don't take it from me take it from coach joseph well i think that's the way you have to build your football team in this conference i think you got to be to run the football you got to be to stop the run I think we got a new like a promo. I'm gonna make that promo. Yeah, of course, of course you are. That's a great. I, hire Mickey Jones. <laughs> Take the interim tag off. That's it. I need the coach in the Nebraska seat that knows how to build a team in the Big Ten, and that's his plan. If that's, he saw it, that's all you wanted was that right there. That's that, all I need. That proves it. <laughs> that proves it. Mickey Joseph, I, I said before on the captain, maybe this isn't the week to take off the interim tag because you know it might get kind of ugly there. Throw it out there. After that quote, he's in. How did this not lead on Twitter? How is this quote not going everywhere? It's a great question. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Maybe people aren't as fast. Yeah, there's other things that I people am. are worried about. Yeah, Other stuff going on today. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll discuss a little bit more about what's going on with Nebraska football coming up. Uh, also, Nebraska basketball gets off to a good start on the win and women's side. So we'll talk about that, too, uh, from their victories yesterday. It's coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.